What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. Welcome to Raw and Order Snap Judgments for NXT June 3rd, 2020. Um, a file that got lost, sadly. Anyway, I am your host, uh, DA Vincent K. Fabe. I almost said Officer Marks Marks, Detective Marks Marks. I almost became my co host. Anyway, um, I, I am your host, DA Vincent K. Fabe. Um, this is a little something, something we do. Uh, with every episode, I have had some things going on, so uh, deepest apologies. Um, this is actually a little bit late. It actually, I'm, I'm recording this after um, in your house, the in your house pay per view. Um, this is a good pay per view, and we've already done a review on it. Um, I watched this before that, and, and uh, I'm going to pretend that I haven't seen the uh, pay per view. Um, but just so everybody knows, if you want to send your thoughts and prayers, my mother uh, was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. So I have been a busy little bee um, trying to get everything uh, arranged in family stuff. And so uh, most sincere apologies. Uh, lots of tears have been shed. Um, yes, I had already done the NXT review. And so uh, for In Your House with Smarks and our Royal Canadian Mounted Police uh, JLB. But uh, um, again, please send your thoughts and prayers. Um, it's my mom, man, you know? So um, moving forward, uh, I don't want to talk about that because then I'll cry on a podcast, so we don't want to do that. Uh, I'm going to take a quick sip here of my delicious lemon drop bang. Hashtag still not sponsored. Um, Oh, my heavens. Um, Bang, if you want to give us some sponsorship. We have quite a few listeners, and they're listening right now. Um, That is a fantastic energy drink. I just love it. Anyway, um, or any other energy drink provider wants to do it, I will happily plug you just for free energy drinks. That's it. That's all it would take. Um... Before I get started, I do want to remind everybody that we are a part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. You can watch um, Tatnus Uncensored, or listen to watch, listen to Tatnus Uncensored, Chicken Hen, um, In the Dice Box Slam, Basement Bullshit, um, Carpool Shenanigans. These are all exceptional podcasts. Some of them are sports themed, some of them are nerd themed. Um, I guess theoretically anybody who listens to a wrestling podcast has their own nerd out or geek out moments and that is pro wrestling um so yeah after you're done listening to this podcast please go on over to the tatness co podcast network and uh listen to some of those guys they're really really good um i loved we did a an episode a while back with uh uh, Tatness and I absolutely love doing it. Uh, we talked for five hours. I think it ended up being three different episodes for him. So, um, it was, uh, that was one of the more fun podcasts we've ever done. We just talked, uh, life, liberty, the pursuit of wrestling, pursuit of, uh, um, well, everything we do. Keep in mind that one of your favorite wrestlers, Nyla Rose is actually on in the dice box slam. So, um, pretty cool little stuff and that is an rpg uh podcast so um 
go enjoy yourselves have fun but listen to this first um so uh i'm gonna start off with just kind of talking about the nxt this is just before um oh my heavens just before NXT in your house, so we're starting off with Candice LeRae and Mia Yim uh, in this in this setup. Uh, they're giving us the Gargano versus uh, Keith Lee and LeRae versus Mia Yim. Um, Gargano's not out there, which is kind of interesting, um, but we get we get a really decent match here. Um, it unfortunately ends up with. Uh, some shenanigans nothing horrible but uh some shenanigans um it it, and it turns into a double count out which is disappointing um i don't know not the greatest thing in the world uh we do get uh apologies i'm i can't even read my own handwriting sometimes um we do get some involvement outside the ring um with uh, with Tegan Knox coming out, um, pulls Candice, messes with Candice. Of course, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez come out because of that. Shotzi comes out. Um, I don't know why. I, I haven't really seen a whole lot of build with Shotzi in this feud, so I didn't understand why she came out. Uh, it's fine and dandy because anybody can feud with Dakota Kai, and, and I'll be pleased with watching her lose so um and i i I love tika knox so um yeah just uh get a really good uh breakdown there um of course they they uh get to a point where you know the rest break everything up and gargano comes out and encourages candace to not stop because that's the gargano way I almost feel like they should have gone to a dinner segment on the screen and Gargano could be like, honey, this meal is delicious. Thank you. But finisher, you know, type thing. Um, so yeah, Keith Lee comes out at that point and, and, uh, chases away Johnny Gargano. Um, the, uh, there, there's now a match again and we get, uh, there, there's an announcement that we get a mixed tag, um, and it's going to come back, and you know we have Morrow and and I. So I, if COVID nineteen has taught me one thing, and I'm just taking a side note here for Morrow, um, love having him back. I didn't know that I liked Nigel McGuinness. Like I would rather, I think I would rather Morrow and Beth, and that's it. Um, but I can tell you, I like, I like Nigel better than Byron or Tom Phillips. Um, Tom Phillips makes it hard for me to watch Raw, and Raw is the best main roster product. NXT is the best overall WWE product, um, maybe the best overall wrestling product, uh, domestically made in the U.S., um. I, I would I know them's fighting words with AEW fans, but um, you know the best night of wrestling is obviously Wednesdays, and so um, I just I don't know that I I'm in love with uh, I really really enjoy Nigel over those other two. 
I don't, I'm not gonna say that I like him best, because Morrow's obviously my absolute favorite, and if I could put Excalibur and Morrow, along with maybe Graves to be the prick in the room, um, I would, uh, maybe, I don't know, anyway, um, so we come back from the break, and we've got, uh, again, the NXT North American champion, Keith Lee, uh, me and Candice LeRae, Keith Lee, whoop, whoop. anyway, um, we, we get, uh, we get some action between Candice and, and, uh, Mia, of course, Candice, uh, gets out, tags Johnny in, um, I don't know, like, we get a lot of Johnny doing the chicken shit running from Keith Lee, and I don't know how I feel about the whole thing, um, but at this point, Johnny still is in his street clothes, and that's gonna come important here later on, because, uh, Keith Lee, when Johnny does get tagged in, Keith Lee takes Johnny off the top turnbuckle, uh, setting him up for a spirit bomb, and Johnny takes his keys out of his pocket and gouges Keith Lee in the eye. So, you know, eye patch uh, again. Oh, that's kind of cool that they did that with with Moxley, so let's do that here, except for that he doesn't eye patch it up. We just have him injured. Um, so now we've had eye, we've had eye damage on three of the four major domestic shows um, with Seth Rollins and Seth Rollins and, uh, uh, yep, Rey Mysterio, that's who I was thinking of, uh, of course Moxley, and then of course this, now with, uh, Gargano gouging, um, Keith Lee in the eye, uh, this does free things up a little bit, um, and, uh, Candice gets tagged back in, of course Mia Yim's checking on, on, uh, her boyfriend, Keith Lee, and um, Gargano rolls up Mia Yim, and there's the win. So, um, interestingly enough, though, after this match, you see kind of a cerebral version of Gargano, but he's still kind of a chicken shit, and I, and I don't know what to do with that, because you, you see Keith Lee kind of, you know, wants to be Hulk smash um, on Gargano, wants to chase him down, um, and he's draped over the ring, and his hand is between the steps and the ring apron, and Gargano kicks it, and then gets him in the eye again, and, you know, just kind of finds that cerebral attack, which is kind of cool, um, but I, I just, I don't know how I feel about Chicken Chicken Johnny Gargano, so, um, moving forward, um, as they're leaving, they do take uh, they do take the North American title away from Keith Lee and kind of give it a kiss, like like he's gonna get it again. Um, and yeah, gonna be a good match on Sunday. Um, again, I'm pretending that I haven't seen that match already as well on Sunday. So um, next, uh, we do get a, t- a hype package for Tommaso and Karrion Cross to take over. Um, they do the, the the weirdest segment. It, it's wonderful and strange, and 
It's an interview with Dexter Loomis, but he gets an easel and starts drawing a picture. I... I love this character. And if they can keep him not talking... I don't want him... This is as far sociopath as you really want him to go. But right now, he's right in that category that you just like, hey, what do we have here? This guy's weird, <laughs> and it's fantastic. And so we do get set, get that, um, you know, he uh, keeps drawing, and uh, then uh, they they clarify the uh, Adam Cole in Velveteen Dream. Yeah. So um, next we have a interview from earlier in the day. Drake Maverick being interviewed um, about his match. He says he's, the pressure's off. He either wins and keeps his job or he loses and he goes home. But he's there. Like, it's not it's not about an itch to get there. It's that he is there. And he has that match later that night. Um, and, yeah. That he, he basically says that that night is going to be the best night of his life or the worst night of his life. I'm going to go with the wedding was the best night and the worst night of his life. The best night because he got to marry his lovely bride. The worst night because WWE used it to further the 24-7 championship, which apparently he was okay with. Like, like him and Truth wrote that together and his wife. I don't know. That's weird. Um... So, they tell us what the match is going to be. It's going to be a backlot brawl after this uh, between Adam Cole and Velveteen um, Dream. Um, I kind of got pumped at this because I remember the backlot brawls that we've had in the past. I remember things like uh, like uh, Gold Dust and Roddy Piper in their backlot brawl. Um, that's the first one that comes to mind, and it, it's it was such an incredibly good match. Um, but it was like a Hollywood backlot type thing, and so um, because I know the final results, I, I I'm less pumped about it now. But at the time, I was like, oh, backlot bra, what what a great way to do this. Um, they're uh, they're. They pump the Oni, Oni Lorkin, Danny Birch versus uh, Undisputed Era versus a surprise team for the triple threat to be the number one contender to, for the NXT tag titles. Um, and again, interestingly enough, what we get is Dexter Loomis um, in talking about how he's going to handle the, the things with the title not talking of course he has a picture he's drawn a picture of himself driving a car uh with undisputed air tied up in the back um and he just walks away that's it that's the whole thing very odd just very odd still love it um he is the right level of sociopath and that's, that's where we need to just stop. Just right there, no further, no less. Um, from there, we go into the Tony Nese versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, if you remember a few weeks back, um, Swerve insults Tony Nese. Um, 
you know, saying, hey, I'm, I'm not going to go 0-3, and, and then gets his one win over Tony Nese, and um, I'm sorry, he's in the other side. Um, but yeah, Tony Nese takes the the three three zero and three, and um, there's a little bit of a battle here in this ring. I I I didn't hate this match. I mean, here's here's where the problem had lied was lying in NXT's cruiserweight division. Um, there was nobody to invest in, and I, and I think I said this throughout the entirety of the cruiserweight interim championship Nice was the only heel the only character that played a true heel Swerve plays a tweener um, who I've been invested in in the past I'm not right now um, of course it's easy to invest in Kushida because he's really he, he's a perfect baby face he's really great in the ring a lot of fun um, and he has a character it's a dorky character but a lot of Japanese stars have dorky characters um, for whatever reason they like to mimic certain eras in history so uh, or certain items of history um, I, I love and I mean I love that I got to be invested in this because of the Drake Maverick thing um, but Tony Nese is, is, is his character is a prick um and he's not even that great at being a prick. And so I don't know what else to say there. You know, I, I, it's tough to invest in either of these two. Uh, Swerve's, Swerve's like trying to be The Rock. And The Rock is The Rock. Um, in, in the movie uh, Fighting With My Family, The Rock actually says to Paige, don't be the next Rock, be the first Paige. Um, Swerve, don't be the next rock, be the next swerve, or the first swerve, the only swerve. Um, you're, you're talented, and people would like to watch you, so be that guy, you know? Um, in this match, we get, you know, everything from a body scissors to um, guillotine hold. Like, like, Nice looks solid, very solid in this match. Um, he does some heel tactics like punching him in the throat and you know things of that sort um but at the end of the match we have swerve we, so jack gallagher i hate the way they say that guy gallagher maybe that's really the way you say his name it looks like gallagher to me um comes out a little bit of a distraction um tries to hit uh niece then uses that distract distraction to try and hit uh it's like they're battling for the bottom of the cruiserweight division that's what it's supposed to be i think um tries to hit uh the sunset driver on scott but scott blocks it um and does the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment yep yep he hits a roll up um of course, now Swerve knows he's in a two-on-one, and so he runs up the ramp, and Gallagher and Nice taunt him and, and holler at him and all that stuff. But that's kind of a moot point because, again, name name which one of these three you're the most invested in. Um, and it's tough. I mean, a little bit Swerve. I was invested in Gentleman Jack Gallagher, the new Jack Gallagher. Okay, so you have a big old tattoo. Oh, if I see the tattoo, I should run. 
Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. If you say so, I'll run. I'm not invested. Sorry. Um, I will give Swerve one thing. He was the one person who beat Phantasma through all of this. And so um, Swerve went one and two uh, with losses to Gallagher and uh, Tozawa. Uh, but he beat Phantasma. Uh, so, you know, that, that comes into play later. That Swerve maybe isn't a bottom runner. But um, Gallagher's only win is over Swerve and loses to Phantasma and Tozawa. So, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just... Somebody tweet me at D.A. Vincent K. Fabe. V-I-N-C-E-N-T-K-F-A-B-E. Um, and, and give me a reason to invest in one of these three. Any one of them. Because I just... I'm not bringing... It's, Sorry, I threw up in my mouth a little bit there. Uh, yeah, it's, they're just not something I can I can get invested in. Um, from there, we go to the Undisputed Era versus Oni Lorcan, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch, who I am so jacked for them to win this match, except for then Breezango Kim comes out. And there is, see, this is, a, this is what I was talking about in terms of investing. I can invest in every single one of these. I love Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. I feel like they're... Uh, barring the whole bald thing, I feel like they're the Goldberg tag team. Like they're they're just these tough guys who just beat on people. Um, they're a really good follow up to Revival. Yes, I know FTR is elsewhere now, um, but their their style reminds me a lot of that, um, or a tag team version of Timothy uh, Thatcher. Um, they're just they're just rough and tumble. Um, and, and I really enjoyed it. Um, of course, then Tyler Breeze and the third team to be announced is Tyler Breeze and uh, Fandango, which gives us Breezango. Uh, they come out in their alien or their uh, astronaut pants and, and everything. I don't know. It's tough not to love those guys. They're just so silly and fun and enjoyable. Um, yeah, I love it. Uh, I don't think the right win happened here because, of course, they give it to Breezango. Um, Tyler Breeze and, and Breezango are going to be fun and enjoyable to watch, and people are going to want to watch them regardless of what you do. Undisputed Era tells a great story all the time in everything that they do. Um, I think that you could have elevated Danny Birch, Oni uh, Lorcan and Danny Birch, um, here really, really well to make this happen. Um, it was, I don't know, I, I, uh, good action. I'm not going to run through it all with you, but good action. Um, we've got, uh, it closes out with Tyler Breeze in the ring. Dexter Loomis appears in the audience and undisputed arrogance nervous. Cause you know, there's a sociopath following us. Um, Breeze hits the beauty shot on Fish, and then uh, Fandango tags in and hits the last dance. So um, we get the one, two, three. Um, they both celebrate. Of course, Imperium comes out as the NXT tag champions. Um, I love Imperium too. 
God, I, hope, I really, really hope that it's Imperium versus Undisputed Era in the uh, War Games match. I just, I want that so freaking bad. Um, oh, Valter. Valter versus Apocol, baby. I apologize. The bang obviously isn't working right now. I'll have to take another drink. Lemony refreshment right there. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, of course, we get that stare down and all that stuff. And um, right behind that, uh, Malcolm Malcolm Bivens comes out with Indusher. Uh, and they stare down Imperium. And so now we've got a team that just won the number one contenders match. The champions. And a team that apparently is going to be thrown into a championship hunt just because they're big and scary. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. You had Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. You have two guys who haven't been developed. You have two guys who are good all the time and you have two guys who are already the champions and then you had also in the ring two guys who tell stories amongst the best in the industry and you walked away from the one that was really going to be fun that was really going to be something different and so I'm a little disappointed okay I'm a lot disappointed there but um I, it was good to see Fandango back, and it, uh, it's good to see Tyler Breeze. It's good to see Breezango. I, I like Tyler Breeze better with Fandango, his character by himself. I know Smarks loves his character by himself. I don't. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't. Um, they're, they're a cheap knockoff of Edge and Christian uh, um, with their own spin on it, with the Fashion Police thing. And so... It's a lot of fun. They really are a lot of fun. I'm just disappointed because I've really slowly but surely gotten very invested in uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Burge. So, moving forward, I'm not going to obsess anymore. Uh, we've got Drake getting ready for his match with El Hijo del Fantasma. Um, and then... Uh, we go to a recap from last week's women's tag. Uh, Chelsea Green fires Robert Stone. Robert Stone thinks she's full of crap. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, Stone chases her and, and thinks she's not serious. Then we have Aaliyah versus Santana Garrett. And um, I'm fully expecting this to be an Aaliyah push at this juncture. Um... And it's not, which is a wonderful surprise. So we have Robert Stone come out, kind of obviously dejected, I would say. Uh, and uh, kind of cheers on Aaliyah, like he's looking for a new person. Um, Aaliyah gets uh, a little bit distracted with uh, Robert Stone there and tries to show off a bit. Um, and as she is doing the show off... Um, Santana gets to the top rope and hits her with a uh, slap and then a, uh, hits a, a hurricane rod um, and then a handspring moonsault and gets the win and you know Robert Stone walks away again dejected the person he's been recruiting is his client um, 
is now gone. This is the problem with the one with a non-stable manager. And I'm not saying he's not stable. I'm saying that he's not the manager of a stable. If you don't do a stable manager, a guy who, who covers more than one, you can't have the firing story and then a dispute later on. He's got to go. And, and I guess right now they're telling a pretty decent story. Um, he's got to go find somebody. He's got to go find somebody to have meeting in life. You know, um, we've all been, well, not, maybe not you guys. I've been fired before. And so I know what that feeling's like. Um, and, and yeah, he's kind of going through it. Side note that was recorded a little earlier in the week. And our friend, um, Wow, sorry, Zach Ryder. Um, and I'm still going to call him that until he's somewhere else. But Zach Ryder is with Chelsea Green. And he threw a tweet at Robert Stone that was kind of funny this week. So, or a couple weeks back, I guess now. Whenever. However you want to see me doing this podcast. You want to see me doing it on Thursday right after this? That's fine. You want to see me wait until after the NXT in your house? That's fine. However you want to see it, that's how I'm doing it right now. But that tweet came out uh, very, very humorous to see Zack Ryder say, first you steal my gimmick, that was Robbie E. Then uh, you start managing my fiance. Um, uh, that's obviously now. And then you get fired like me. Quit trying to be me, bro. You know, it was kind of funny. I'm just saying. Anyway, um, we get Phantasma getting ready. Um, and then we talk a little bit about Charlotte, Rhea Ripley, Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship, all that jazz. Um, we go to commercial again. We get Tom Phillips, um, talking about NXT TakeOver. He's, I, I don't want to, it's, it's the play-by-play. It's just not... I don't know. Like I don't, I don't hate Byron Saxton. I didn't hate Byron Saxton in the Newly Bro Show. Um, that's only a one-time ever segment, but you know, I didn't hate that. I didn't hate. Uh, I, I, I don't hate Tom Phillips on these these side interview things. I hate Tom Phillips on commentary, and I don't know why. Um, but anyway. Um, we got a little bit of Ripley saying how she'd like to, you know, beat Charlotte by herself and the tries there and try had her chance and all this other stuff. Um, then we go to the next match and that's Cameron Grimes versus Bronson Reed. Uh, if you have any questions about who's going to win this, you haven't been watching NXT recently. Uh, Cameron Grimes does get a win over Bronson Reed. I, I think it was a big man attack is what they were shooting for. Um, so that he can kind of, you know, sneak in. They're making the cave-in look like it's a from-out-of-nowhere move. They really... WWE is notorious for this. Finding something, a a formula that they they think works, and then they just keep going with it. And the formula... You can't turn Cameron Grimes into Randy Orton because he has a move that he can sort of hit from out-of-nowhere. He is a one-move wonder. Um is what they're turning him into. Like, that's all he's chasing, so I guess it is a little bit different, but it's not the... I don't know. 
I, I really, we need, uh, again, we need a reason to invest in Cameron Grimes. And, and don't get me wrong, very good. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've got, Bronson Reed just beats the crap out of him, obviously, because he's a big dude. Um, and all over. And then, out of nowhere, um, Young Grimes hits the cave in on Reed and covers him for three. I mean, it's literally as out of nowhere as possible. Um, so as Cameron Grimes is celebrating, his celebrations are wonderfully interrupted as of late, whether it's uh, Finn Balor, whether it's this one, uh, Karrion Cross starts to come out to the ring and Cameron beelines it out of there. Um, of course, uh, Cross attacks the person left in the ring, which is Reed, um, Hits him with the Doomsday Saido. Uh, looks at the camera. He says, uh, TikTok to Champa, which is kind of exciting. And then we got a commercial. Um, he, he specifically addresses uh, Champa and the whole that's going to be special thing. So uh, I think I think he says, Champa, this Sunday is going to be special. Or maybe he says, in your house is going to be special. Uh, TikTok. So, I love the TikTok thing. Like, I don't know who I enjoy more of the sociopath, the the psychopathic murderer of, of Killer Cross, or the sociopathic Dexter Loomis right now. But I know I enjoy one of them, and I enjoy both of them right now. So, um, I don't know who I would root for if they were fighting each other. I think... I am a little bit of a mark for um, good guy versus bad guy for the good guy. Um, and I'm not 100%, like, not, I'm not like a 10 year old. But um, I, I would probably mark out for, uh, for uh, Dexter Loomis because he's the good guy right now. But it, it, it would be close because I really, really do enjoy um, <coughs> carrying cross. Finally, we get to the point of the night that I'm most excited for. Uh, we get Drake Maverick versus El Hijo del Fantasma. Um, this is a good match. They start with with some sportsmanship, and again, I don't want to see these two have. I'd like to see Fantasma have some purpose in life. Um, because again, he came in and he's immediately in the cruiserweight tournament and and uh, for for the interim title and um, you know he's yeah he's just a nice guy like all the rest of them don't you know um, that was like British and Canadian mix that's where I'm at right now that's the level of tired I am tonight so I apologize in advance but um, the. Uh, Phantasma uh, does try and sneak in a win, uh, like a quick roll up on Maverick. Of course, Maverick kicks out and goes, "Oh no, no, no!" type thing. Anyway, um, we get some. We get uh, again. Drake Maverick's small. Like when you're that much smaller in the cruiserweight division than everybody else, you're a little dude. And so we get a little bit of manhandling here from Phantasma. Um, Phantasma gets an armbar. Um, Maverick gets to a feed. The grit that they've shown for uh, Maverick through this has been a lot of fun. And so um, 
we get a flying head scissors. We get all sorts of different stuff. Um, Phantasma actually hit a sit-out powerbomb on Maverick on the outside. So, of course, we get that that screaming that occasionally has allowed for the F-bomb to maybe sneak through on television uh, through NXT as of late um, from, from Maverick, sorry. Um, and then uh, we get some, some dirty-ish stuff. It, it's a little bit what you saw, like... Like what you saw from from uh, the guy I picked, Kushida, the guy I picked to win it all. Um, you know that hey, opportunity is an opportunity. When you're in the match, you you still try to win, but it comes across a little bit dirtier. Um, I just I just pray that they're gonna turn him heel. There's nothing to that character if he's not a heel. He's just. I already hate him because he, he's, well, at the end of this match, he's the world champion, he's the cruiserweight champion, which really makes just angry, frustrated, uh, pissed off, mad, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's the wrong guy. I, I, and I said, I said from beginning to end, they did it wrong. I'd say they did it wrong by having this match on, on NXT instead of in your house. There is no featuring going on to the cruiserweight, and it's probably the thing people were most invested in in the last couple months. Yes, there's other other things to get invested in. Yes, there's you know um, Velveteen Dream storyline, and there's uh, Keith Lee beating up whoever Keith Lee beats up, and there's Gargano turning heel, and there's. Um, Finn Balor being the prince and there's all that stuff but in terms of long term storyline um, God, I just I fell in love with, with the, the Cruiserweight Championship um, I fell in love with wanting Jake Atlas to get poked in the eye and turn heel just because somebody poked him in the eye uh, I fell in love with Kushida doing the amazing moves he does that had happened before that, but uh, I fell—I actually fell in love with Tony Nese going 0 3. So maybe I am a smart for the uh, the good guy bad guy thing. I just think that Tony Nese isn't that entertaining as a good guy or as a bad guy. Um, I just think he needs to be badder. Is that a word? Bad, more bad, worse, worser. I sound like I'm Canadian now talking like that. Anyway. I'm not actually saying that Canadians talk like that. They do. They absolutely do not talk like that. Anyway, um, so as this goes on, there's there's a bunch of back and forth. Um, Maverick takes just an absolute beating. There's a couple times um, that you think Maverick's going to get the win. Uh, there's a moment where the mask men who are kidnapping people come down to the ring, uh, and Maverick shoes them off. Um, away from Phantasma. Uh, of course, Phantasma sees that as an opportunity uh, as Maverick's getting back in the ring. Um, and by shoes them off, I say he did a suicide dive. Um, gets back in the ring, catches a super kick, and then a Phantom Driver, and uh, Phantasma picks up the win. Um, Phantasma celebrates. Maverick's, of course, heartbroken. We're going to give this some time for for it to sink in. Maverick's no longer employed. Except 
here comes Triple H. And he just walks out with a contract in his hand. And I don't know if this was a work or, you know, like, is this a work or a shoot? Um, if it's a work, Maverick deserves a medal um, for for his acting uh, here. Um, if it's a shoot, um, I guess, uh, you know, Maverick earned his job back. I don't know. Because Triple H hands him the contract and says, you sign this. You're signed this, you earned it, you earned it, sign it. And uh, that's kind of cool. Um, disappointing. Uh, it's disappointing because he was given the opportunity to earn his job back, whereas a lot of others weren't. Um, it's disappointing because he deserved to have his job to begin with. Um, but yeah, Triple H hands him a contract and says sign it. Uh, it's disappointing because if it was work all along, then... You know, how do you feel if you're one of the other guys? But Maverick does have a title and signs it. And now he is a member of NXT. And so that part's kind of exciting. Um, I'm not going to grade these matches because they're far enough back that I I don't have as good a memory as I probably should have. Again, I do apologize for some of the distractions um, that have happened in my personal life. Um, again, thoughts and prayers are always appreciated uh, for my mom, for my my family, whatever it may be, uh, but most importantly, uh, not most importantly, that's that's important. That stuff's important to me, and so the thoughts and prayers are the most important in my in my uh, world. But podcast, importantly, uh, make sure you go visit us on Twitter. I am at da Vincent K Fabe. Um, we've got uh, at JLB420, I believe, is our RCMP, our Royal Canadian Mounted Police Officer. Uh, we've got uh, Detective Sm- Mark Smarks, which is at Raw and Order WBU. Um, check us out. You know, hit us up on Twitter. Light me up. Uh, make fun of me for not having any followers and not for not following anybody else and not ever tweeting. That's fine. You can blow me up. Like, blow me up. I probably won't even notice. Like, it's going to only happen every couple weeks. But what I will notice is if you like, share, and subscribe, make sure you share this with your friends. Tell your friends about it. We've been exploding. Uh, we had a new hire at my job today, my real-life job, and I actually had the opportunity to tell her about the podcast, and she went, holy cow, you guys are, are really growing i said yeah absolutely uh we love to be in your ears every week uh in your homes with you celebrating pro wrestling whatever it may be um and uh you know go to our wix page uh just search raw and order on wix uh check us out on youtube we're there um go to go to uh, Apple Podcasts, and make sure you give us five stars there. That that algorithm affects every algorithm in all of podcasting. Um, you know, listen uh, on Spotify. Give us a review. Um, give us the thumbs up. Uh, but Spotify is really more of a share and, and multiple people listen uh, platform. Um, just yeah, tell the world because we are more than happy to be a part of your life every week. Um, you know, the, I, one of the things I told Smarks when I found out about my mom uh, was that I needed this level of normalcy in my life to be able to, by the way, I, my mom, before this episode, I, I recorded three episodes before of anything before I found out about it or before I mentioned anything. Uh, 
that would be this NXT. So um, I've done, obviously, the, the In Your House review uh, for WBU. Um, I'm not going to tell you how far late I am, but I am late. Um, definitely after NXT's In Your House. So um, I, will, uh, I will say, uh, you know, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family. Um, go to our, our uh, merch store. I still love rocking the Not A Cop shirt. Um, I wear that in public and people are just like, ha ha ha, that's so funny. Um, and it works right now in, in, in a volatile world. So, you know, throw some humor out there for other people uh, and rock your Not A Cop shirt because at the end of the day, we're not cops. We're just fake wrestling cops. So, um, and uh, yeah, like, share, subscribe. Go to the merch store, which is uh, spreadshirt.com backslash raw and order WBU. Um, Smarks really loves the whole WBU thing. It's all raw and order. Raw and order, snap judgment, separate show from raw and order. WBU, separate show from Raw and Order FBI. Six nights or six times a week we come to you with something. Um, some weeks it's a little bit late because personal life gets in the way. Uh, this happened for JLB um, when he had school start back up again. Uh, it happens for, uh, happened for uh, Smarks uh, when, when some stuff with his daughter happened uh, or when his, when his wife had to move home uh, or not move home. Uh, work from home sorry um it happens to all of us and so we're here with you through covid we're here with you through the riots we're here with you from all of that uh let us be your distraction you guys keep being ours again snap judgments for nxt great show uh it was a good go home show uh in your houses was pretty decent um there's some stuff I got pretty excited about go listen to the in, in your house review if you haven't already um but, uh, yeah, that's going to be it for Snap Judgments NXT June 3rd, 2020. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.